T20 Women's World Cup currently going on in Australia. New Zealand have started off well. They have got one victory to their name coming up on Thursday, 5pm New Zealand time. They take on the Indians to try and make it two from two. Susie Bates joins the programme now. Susie, I suppose it would be an understatement to say you can't wait for that game to get underway. Yes, the tournament's been a bit like that already. We had a bit of a long wait um, for our first game and it was probably a bit of a nervy start and now we've got one of our biggest games of the pool against India on Thursday. So we've had a couple of days off, which is nice, but yeah, everyone's raring to go and just wants to get stuck in. What do you do? You say take a day off. You must do something. You don't just lie there comatose. <laughs> no, we flew from Melbourne, so that I mean flew from Perth to Melbourne, so that fills in a day and then... We had a day off and, I don't know, some people sleep, a bit of shopping. We're in Melbourne, so there's lots to do. The foodies find different cafes. So just do no cricket or talk no cricket pretty much for one day. Right, OK. So you leave the media alone as well, do you? <laughs> yeah, probably. I think they did give us a day off yesterday. So oh. no one, well, no one contacted me, but I don't know if that was because they weren't allowed. <laughs> right. So the, the Indian women are there, and you say it's one of your bigger matches. I suppose you, you look at where are the powerhouses here, yourself and the Australians and, and, the, and the English. Is it that simple? Yeah, well, coming into this World Cup, I think potentially people would have said that, but I think what this World Cup has shown already is that the teams are getting closer and closer and every game seems to count. And I just think with the World Cup and the pressure of winning um, games, it's, it's brought the teams closer and closer. Australia almost tripped up yesterday against Sri Lanka. They've already had one loss. So I don't think any game's um, an easy game, but I think we've sort of targeted this Indian game as a really important, important one for us. So that's healthy state, but kind of depressingly healthy as far as you're concerned. Yeah, it's, um, I think I've been playing for a long time now and been to nearly every, well, I've been to every 2020 World Cup and you sort of, you could put money on the top four teams at the start and then it probably spread to six teams competing for four spots and now legitimately there are eight teams that can upset any team on any given day given the right conditions and given things go their way. So look, it makes for a nervy tournament for everyone with every game having something on it and you, you can't take time to find form. You've got to be good in every single game and pull play. Well, lucky for you, you have Divine. Uh, when do you think this run stops? Stunning innings again, 75 off, I don't know, a handful of deliveries. She's a one-man wrecking machine, one-woman wrecking machine, isn't she? Yeah, and it's funny that it's not just been for New Zealand. I watched her do it um, in the Big Bash for the Strikers. And, look, you hope that it's um, not until the final that she, you know, she can carry this form through, but I think everyone knows 2020 cricket, um, things can happen quickly. But I think the important thing is, is we've had other people um, hit a little bit of form and understanding that she's not always going to be able to produce those scores um, and that we have enough experience in that middle order to step up when we need it. But look, everyone just wants her to keep doing her thing and, and hopefully bet as well as she has been so far. Well, it's all very well and good to talk about the person uh, doing all the damage with the bat, but uh, if the opposition hasn't scored enough runs, it makes things a lot easier. must be stoked with the way Harley Jensen played. Yeah, they, they got off to a really good start and um, us Pussy was sort of a key player who can take the game away from you and she got off to a good start but we were able to pull it back and then Hayley Jensen obviously helped us restrict them to below 130 which I think against any team in this competition if you do that you know when you go out to bat um, you know you've got the momentum and things have to go a little bit wrong for you not to get that so yeah I think bowling first whenever you can keep a team to that it makes batting a lot easier. Uh, it's in between doing nothing, ignoring the media, shopping, and being a foodie. Uh, where, where are you trying? What are you, what are you trying to lift? As focus, you can't tell me you got a whole day without thinking about the game. You must do. It's in your blood, isn't it, Susie? 
Oh, yeah, and I can't help that, you know, there's games on, so you're watching. I think Bangladesh played India, who are the two teams that are in our pool. So they played last night, so, and we kept a close eye on the Australian-Sri Lankan game. So, yes, there's a lot of thinking. I just try not to look at too much footage or try to enjoy the time off because we have got, as of Thursday, a pretty full-on few days. We sort of play, train, play, train until the pool play ends. So, yeah, there's a bit of time off, but yeah, still your mind's on what you want to try and do against certain bowlers in particular. And yeah, I did try and switch off, but it's not always that easy, even if you are shopping around Melbourne, spending all your money. Oh, you've got money to spend <laughs> in Melbourne as well. Things are going well. Cece Bates <laughs> joining us on the programme. On that subject, I know that um, Cricket Australia have said if, if their women uh, pick up the T20 World Cup, they're going to give them the equal prize money uh, that the men will receive should they win uh, the T20 World Cup uh, later on in that neck of the woods. But New Zealand cricket aren't willing to reciprocate. What do you make of that? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think, um, you know, there's $1 million from the ICC that get, that goes to the winning side. And like you said, Cricket Australia have agreed to double that to make it $2 million to match the men, only if Australia win it. So everyone's out to stop Australia winning it and filling their pockets. But um, look, $1 million prize money um, from the ICC from when I started, that increased dramatically. So, look, we, you know... That's where the game's going, and Cricket Australia obviously have a lot of money with the way the game is here. So, I sort of understand that they're trying to show that gender equity, but you don't cricket perhaps aren't in that position just yet. Mm. So, you don't feel miffed about it? You don't feel snubbed? No, not really. I just will be desperate to stop Australia winning at home. That'll be, I think, everyone's goal is to try and beat them at the MCG if, if you make it or if they make it. Um, and maybe I know a few of the Aussie players, so maybe we could just ask for. The coffee shouts for the rest of their careers. <laughs> and on that subject, watching them play, how's the pressure, do you think, getting to them? Because they got beaten by uh, India first up and, and well beaten, and, uh, well, they got run close by the, the Sri Lankans too, so they're starting to feel that, aren't they? Yeah, I think um, what that's shown the rest of the teams is that perhaps it is a bit of a disadvantage at the moment for them being at home and the profile that they have here and, you know, the amount of... Um, emphasis Cricket Australia have put on the final and all those things, like there's a lot of pressure for them to make it. So I think teams now understand as soon as they can get them under pressure in this tournament, there's going to be extra pressure, which I think gives other teams confidence and they've, they've shown that they are vulnerable at times. Saw that wonderful piece when all of you and your fellow teammates sat down in the um, build-up matches with the, the Thai cricketers and had a yarn about, uh, about cricket amongst each other. What a cool touch. How good was that? Yeah, it's just so exciting. It's their first ever World Cup. And look, that's, I think, the nature of women's cricket at the moment is you do still have um, professional players playing against amateur and they just dream of being on the stage. And like, they've got a really young group and they're just so excited to be here. And fortunately for us, they felt like they could ask us to sit down and chat with them. And it was just a really nice thing to sort of even ask them questions about where they've come from. I think they all started playing softball and then they've had a Indian um, coach go over there and get them into cricket and now they're at this World Cup so it was a pretty cool touch and yeah it's just amazing how far the game's grown not only in New Zealand but in places like that as well. Susie Bates did you shed a tear when you found out the news that Radio Sport was no longer going to be carrying live cricket coverage on the radio? (laughs) I sure did Um, you know my old coach Warren Lee's like you know he gets get to job and doing that and um, I'm sure yeah there'll be a few people that are pretty sad about not being able to listen but um, we'll see what happens.